Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We welcome your calls, your concerns, and your questions. Put us in your phone, 800-434-5454. Call, text, anytime. Hey, when are you going to do the weaponized hamster shirts for 2021 World Tour? Love both shirts that I have. When you talk about Callie doing uh, merchandising, those are one of the best shirts that I've gotten from your merch line. And, of course, I love the weaponized hamsters, World Tour shirts. And also, I think we talked about in the past that – this year's version should have on the back all of the states that have called in <laughs> and where they're listening from. Um, assuming maybe, maybe not. That might be all of them. But either way, are you guys going to do them or not? We want them. Love ya. We absolutely are doing them. They are coming out in August, right around the um, anniversary of our show, which I believe is what we did last year. Um Here's the funny thing. I started working on these in February, maybe. And the first thing I did, because I hire a rock artist to do the shirts. Like he does the merchandise for all of these like super mega rock bands. And I'm glad I reached out to him in February because when he when he wrote us back, he was like, oh, I don't have any availability for artwork until like end of june oh my god so we've been on a wait list um to get the artwork done and of course i could hire someone else but i just think it's awesome and adds a little like something cool that it's a rock artist doing our shirts you know what i mean do you think the reason he's so backed up doing artwork is because nobody was on tour last year none of the bands that he he does art for Mm -hmm. was on tour and now everyone's on tour yeah everybody's gonna be getting back out there this this summer fall oh i'm sure and he's a super talented artist um so anyway he's like the company can do it but if you want me you have to wait so we're in like a waiting for the design for the design and then once that i mean the shirts will be super awesome always really soft um variety of sizes yes we will absolutely do them am i mistaken or is the weird is the new normal t-shirt, is that the same fabric and cut as the weaponized hamster shirts? Or they, is it very similar? It's very similar, if not the same. Like, I don't remember. The, there's so many styles um, of shirts that are very close, but I believe it's a tri-blend, which is very, very soft and one of my favorite shirts. So, yes, it will be incredibly soft. Uh, we have to get the exact episode so that we don't have to keep explaining what weaponized hamster is as we get closer to the release of the shirts. So we should just get the exact episode and tell people, hey, go back and listen yeah. to this episode. But it started out as a joke, an inside joke among listeners of of the upside to get your weaponized hamster T-shirt. 
and this will be the third year. And I kind of like her, her idea of making the back of it look like a tour thing. So funny. With all the cities and states. Uh, but we may have hit all 50 states. I I actually think we've gotten a call from every state except Hawaii. I think we should bring that back. You know, we were talking the other day about all the stuff that we should bring back. We should bring back the state thing because I thought that well, was Well, I feel like we need to make it more specific because I feel like states, I feel like we need to make it harder. It's not a puzzle. It's not like a challenge. I know, but that's fun. It's just cool to be able to say we've gotten phone calls from all 50 states. We have listeners in all 50 states. We have listeners. Phone calls is whatever. Yeah, but that's how, that was what we did last time. Right, I know, but it's not like, hey, my aunt lives in, you know, wherever, and she never listens to the show, but I'm going to have her call in. It yeah. It wasn't a yeah. calling contest. It no, was like no, a, no, yeah. no. It wasn't a contest at all. It was just when people called and they were like, hey, I have a question about the Weaponized Hamster t-shirt I'm calling from, um, you know, Green Bay, Wisconsin. Yeah. We're like, oh, cool, Wisconsin, and we would mark it off. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to go back and and look, but I think we're close to all 50, which would make the back of the shirt really crowded. So maybe we have to come up with something different, but maybe we make up city names, Yeah, but put them with real States. So it would be like, or intention. What if we intentionally do them wrong? What if we do like Atlanta, North Carolina? No, that will, that will drive me nuts. Okay. I think that's like the, I think that'll drive me a little bit crazy. Tampa, Oklahoma. But I think we should make up city names and it would be really funny if we did that and someone was like standing behind you in the grocery line or something like that and they're like oh yeah you're you know you've been to whatever you're like yeah it doesn't exist but way to try to pick me up (laughs) the upside means living in gratitude finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for our security department headed by Lily, who lost her mind right before we started recording because there was a dog sniffing our fence. She was not okay with it. She's a very good security dog. She's like, excuse me, sir. For whatever reason. This is crossing the line. When people, when people on our street who have dogs walk their dogs, 95% of them are on the other side of the street. Yes. And Lily will look at them and make sure they stay, if they know their role. You stay over there. But for whatever reason. This is my side of the street. This uh, family was walking their dog down and the dog stopped right in front of our house and Lily didn't bark or anything, but just was running from window to window to window to window to window to window. (laughs) Make sure that that dog didn't get too close to our front door. She will protect her snacks and Ellie. So (laughs) I am I'm grateful for our security department. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for people who go out of their way for you. And I think... You mean to do nice things for you for no reason? 
not really no reason, but I had a couple of meetings this week with people that don't have any vested interest and like there's nothing in it for them if I succeed, but there's such a champion for like, hey, for advice, for connections, for, you know what I mean? Like almost mentoring and say, hey, I think this would really benefit you when there's nothing in it for them. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. And I think I needed that in this point in my life because there was a while that I was doing that for like everyone under the sun that would ask me for anything. I would just say, yes, yes. Let me give you that connection. Yes. Let me do this to help your business. And it was with people I really didn't know. And I got burned so badly to my own fault. Um, it was totally my own fault, but so I kind of closed myself off from people for a while. And recently there's someone that's kind of come into our lives that really is a believer in what we do. And she has no, you know, she's not trying to like sign us to something that's going to, you know what I mean? She's not trying to sell us something. It's just cool to have someone randomly be like, hey, I really believe in you. And I think that you're really good at this. And I haven't heard that in a really long time. So it's really nice. Do you, you know what I realized? Uh, that is really nice. But you know what I realized while you were saying that? Hmm. Lily ran from window to window to window to window to window with her tuft up and didn't bark. Perhaps my training is working. I think my parents would beg to differ. <laughs> You're, but yeah. My parents took care of our dogs while we were at the beach last week, and they pretty much said that our dogs are horrible. Yeah. But the difference, yeah. But like when they came over yesterday, Lily did okay with the no barking once – she stopped barking. Once she understood not to bark, she did okay. She just starts shaking like a chihuahua. She's like, yeah, there's people here and I can't go to them. I can't go to them. But she stayed and she didn't bark. Sadie, on the other hand, was a total jerk last night. So you just got to get them both being chill at the same time. It's cute that you think that we don't need to like that you and I can handle this ourselves. I'm get, I Lily is getting better. And I feel like if I can get Lily, then Sadie is a follower. But I just got to get Lily. If this house and that was were progress occupied and just by Sadie, you would never hear a peep out of her dogs. No. Like ever because – You I mean, wouldn't see in, her. You wouldn't hear her. That didn't make sense. But you know what I mean. Like yeah. Lily – Sadie gets excited because Lily gets excited. Yes. Sadie is like the laziest security of all time. Correct. So – Lily gets all excited and it gets Sadie all excited. Sadie's much more low key. And even when Sadie does try to be a guard dog, it's like she's sitting on the couch. She might hear something. And then she's like, woof. Yeah. And then that's it. From like, the couch. From the couch. Too lazy to get off the couch. Where are you on a scale of one to 10 this week? Oh, it's Friday, isn't it? Yeah. I am a nine. Nice feel good. I, <laughs> I feel half spoiled saying this and half, um, grateful saying this and half guilt and uh, the third guilty. So it's split into thirds, but Ellie has been in this like super weird mood this week. And she just has needed more of our energy this week, which is totally fine. She just been a fussy britches. She's been a little bit of a fussy britches, but it's not crying all the time. Like she's sick. 
it's like she gets bored so easily. And it just started like three days ago. So it might be like a phase or a growth spurt or, you know, something. But she's a little out of sorts. And I am really tired. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Which I, it sounds so horrible because I love her so much. But this week has just been like. I only know this lot. because I edited the podcast. But the most recent Mom's Hunt Call episode talks about like the developmental stepping stones, like the mm -hmm. sleep regressions, the terrible twos, the all this other stuff. And I only am thinking this way because I just heard it a week ago when I was editing. But what happens is when babies and toddlers have these little growth spurt changes, not only is their physical body changing, but their mind is also adjusting to it. So when I see Ellie being fussy the past few days, like she's a wiggle worm. She's looking all over the place. Like she's very curious. She whips her head back and forth to see different things. She's like looking at Lily one minute, looking at her toys. One minute, just very like. She's a wow. little all over the oh, place. Wow. That noise startled me. But Sorry. yes. Um <laughs> So whatever that noise was, that's what's going on with Ellie. And I think it's actually really neat because to me, it seems like her brain is somehow growing. So I am. That was something Jeff learned on Mom's on Call. It is. Seriously. Um, I am a, I'm going to go with a 10 again. Well, last week I was like a 12. Um, the only reason I'm not a 12 now is because there's not a beach within walking distance. But I'm a 10. Things are great. I love it. Yeah. Uh, do you have. Any foods that you crave that you're like, I have got to scratch this itch. I need this food because I'm craving it. And then once you get it, you're disappointed by it. I know exactly what you're going to say. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. You're going to say Dairy Queen. Yep. Jeff on our way home from the beach was like, I've been to Dairy Queen for like a week. I was, it started with the way uh, Dairy Queen for me is a road trip food. Yeah. You don't get it like normally, but if you're on a road trip, every few exits, there's a Dairy Queen. Let's pull off and get a blizzard or whatever. And I started thinking about it on the way down and then on the way back, scratch that itch halfway through my hot fudge Sunday. Dis disappointed. Yeah. Didn't meet its expectation. That's such a bummer. Do you have anything? Not that I can think of right this second. No, I have things that are the opposite. Like I forget how good they are until I have them. Like I stopped eating fast food for the most part years ago. Not like a conscious choice. I just started making my food more and, you know, planning ahead a little better and I remember on a road trip like a year ago, we stopped at Wendy's because you were like, I really want, I don't know. We were stopping for lunch. It was like the only place that we could stop. And I got a Wendy's cheeseburger for the first time. And I can't even tell you how long. And I forgot how good it was. Yeah. Like that is a good fast food burger. Yep. Not good compared to like restaurant quality burgers, but like, God, that is a good burger. Well, how would you rank... The big burger joint fast food spots. I know that you are not a fan of McDonald's. So I'm guessing that is. Well, let me clarify. That. And by the big ones, I'm talking about McDonald's, Burger King and Wendy's. Let me clarify. 
Well, first of all, Wendy's hands down, not even a competition. And this is a silly- is, no, is number one. Is that what hands down? Okay. Yes. Now, here's the thing. I don't remember what it was, but there was a reason I stopped eating meat from McDonald's. I think it was like one bad experience. I won't say it on here because if you like McDonald's, I'm not going to ruin it for you. Yeah. And it was about 15 years ago, but I have never touched a piece of McDonald's meat since then. I have also never had a Big Mac in my entire life. You've never had a Big not Mac? once. Not once. And I won't do it because McDonald's meat severely grosses me out. Um, that, I think everybody has something like that. Where, which is probably the same as Wendy's. You know what I mean? Like, it's probably exactly the same. Like, it's not like a health thing. It's a, I had one bad experience. Yeah. I cannot get past it. I had, I probably went maybe a, a year, maybe longer because I, I mean, I can go back to that moment in time. I bit into a chicken sandwich at no, a no, restaurant yeah, and it wasn't cooked. Details. Yeah. And, and for probably a year or more, I didn't eat chicken. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's like weird. I don't know if vegetarians ever have experience like that, but I feel like meat eaters do at some point <laughs> that where you're like, yes. mm, nope, nope. This could be what turns me into a vegetarian. I did that to some, yeah. And I, then I Burger King, you. I've had a Burger King burger maybe once in my life. And it was when I was a kid. We just never went there. Like I, it was never like, we always went to Wendy's or like I had birthday parties at McDonald's, but Burger King just was not a big thing in our life, like growing up. So I, I never really ate there very much. I would agree with you. Wendy's for the overall experience, the burger, the fries, the soft drink and the frosty, all of that. Solid. To solid. Yeah. You think it's better than yes. McDonald's Coke? Yes. Yeah, I'm not, I don't see the appeal of a McDonald's Coke. I know that everybody loves it, especially when they're hungover and stuff. To me, I don't like the blend. I know that it's different than other, mm -hmm. but I don't like the blend of, of that. So, Well, I'm sorry your Dairy Queen was disappointed. I was also disappointed in it, and I don't know if it's because it really – like we didn't get the right ratio in ours or if I had so much Dairy Queen while I was pregnant and it was so good because my senses were incredibly heightened and it was like the nectar of the gods. Yeah. Um, that it will always be disappointing to me now. Right. Because I haven't had it, I think, since I had Ellie. So, um, you know, womp, it is womp. a bummer when you get something because um, we both got hot fudge Sundays and they weigh under squirted the hot fudge on there. Which, it, I mean, yeah. that's the whole point. So then that's you just, the whole point. you're th done with, with half of it and you just got a big giant glump of soft serve vanilla Dairy Queen. And if I wanted just the glump, I would have ordered the glump. Yeah. Well, we didn't clump, get, clump? we didn't get glumps. We got Sundays. No Is glumps. Glump even a word? Yeah. They're opening for weaponized hamster this year. The glumps? No, glump. The band is called glump. <laughs> Okay. I read something that I thought was like remarkable and I feel like it's one of those common sense things that like, yeah, we all maybe know it, but I don't think any of us realize it. And I felt the need to like, this is my PSA for the week. Okay. And it's a light PSA. And my PSA is that coffee, caffeine actually, isn't a substitute for sleep. Now, when I read that as a standalone sentence, I think, well, duh. You know what I mean? Yeah. However, 
I feel like most people that drink caffeine on a regular basis drink it because they haven't slept enough or, you know what I mean? Like people, you know, people are like, oh, I need some caffeine to wake up. I did it it yesterday. I had a shot of espresso in the middle of the afternoon because I didn't have time to take a nap and I felt tired. So boom, caffeine. Now here's the thing. So Michigan state did a study talking about basically comparing, okay, what is a full night of well-rested sleep like? And then what about if you, can you drink enough coffee basically to like get you to that point where you feel the same as you would if you got a full night's sleep? Does that make sense? Yeah. So if a full night's sleep for you is seven and a half hours, but you only get five hours, can you fill that two and a half hour gap in with Starbucks? Yes. The answer is? No. Oh. And, well, kind of. Okay. So basically you can do easy tasks and still be the same Jeff dollar that you would have on little sleep, whatever. Now, I don't know what a little task is for you taking out the trash, whatever. You can still do that just as well. Now for things like driving or, you know, high level, like, you know, if you're doing budgets, accounting, whatever, the coffee's not going to help you with that. And you're going to make mistakes. And I think that's especially notable if you're like, oh, I'm going to get up early for my road trip tomorrow and down a bunch of coffee and drive. That's actually really dangerous because your brain is still on. I'm doing an easy task because that's how much sleep I have to, you know, work off of. But I can't go to bed early the night before a vacation because I have to do a load of laundry because when I go on vacation, I have to take twice as much underwear as I would normally use during, during five days. Mm -hmm. I have to take 10 pairs of underwear. Mm -hmm. So I got to throw in laundry so I can't go to bed early because I need that. You know, well, just saying it's like, anyways, I thought that was interesting because I feel like in my head, like, okay, duh, in that first sentence, but also Oh yeah. Like that might be dangerous. That's the same thing as me driving sleep deprived. like probably not the smartest thing to do. And if you can avoid it, you definitely should because coffee does not replace sleep. We need to get the um, old school jingle. Schwing, the more you know. I love hassle-free makeup, and two of my favorite products are by Thrive Cosmetics. I use their Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara and their Brilliant Eye Brightener almost every single day. And not only do I love the way that they look, but I love the company behind them, and I love what they stand for. Thrive Cosmetics products are made with clean, high-performance, skin-loving ingredients, and they never test on animals. On top of that, Thrive Cosmetics has a bold mission that is truly bigger than beauty. For every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women thrive, whether it's emerging from homelessness, surviving domestic abuse, or fighting cancer. I love Thrive Cosmetics. I love their products. I love their bigger-than-beauty mission, and I know once you try them, you will love them too. Visit thrivecosmetics.com slash upside for 15% off your first order. This is an exclusive offer for upside listeners. That's T-H-R-I-V-E-C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash upside for 15% off your first order. Thrivecosmetics.com.
Make sure you're prepared for whatever life throws at you this summer. Do that with Liquid IV. Throw some in your car, have it in your glove compartment. If you carry a purse, put it in your purse. Just keep Liquid IV handy because you never know when you might get a little dehydrated in the summer sun. Maybe your workout went a little more intense than you thought it was. Maybe it's just two in the afternoon and you realize you haven't had a glass of water all day. Or maybe you are a little overserved and you want to make sure that tomorrow's hangover isn't that bad or last night's hangover disappears quickly. Liquid IV has you covered. Liquid IV's hydration multiplier plus immune support delivers hydration right to your bloodstream and an added bonus, vitamin C and other products to boost your immune system. You can buy it in bulk at Costco or you can order it online and get 25% off anything at liquidiv.com and use code UPSIDE at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you get better hydration today using promo code UPSIDE at liquidiv.com. I shop online for pretty much everything at this point. And while I like to take advantage of sales and discounts, I just don't have the time to keep track of all of the offerings that my favorite retailers offer. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one or number of them. Um, it finds to your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online that range from tech and gaming sites to popular brands and even food delivery. I was recently shopping for clothes for Ellie. And when I got to the checkout page of the website I was on, this is a major retailer, the honey button dropped down on my page. And all I had to do was click on it and click apply coupons. And it applied all of the available coupons to my shopping cart. And my savings was nearly 40% off on the baby clothes I was buying for her. Honey has found it's over 17 million members, over $2 billion in savings. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in just a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. I'd never recommend something that I don't use. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash upside. That's joinhoney.com dot com slash upside. Today's quote of the day. Carry out a random act of kindness with no expectation of reward, safe in the knowledge that one day someone might do the same for you. I have a beautiful human alert and it has an asterisk. Asterisk? Asterisk. Asterisk. That was weird. Um, Because <laughs> it's going to be, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. But I have so many thoughts about this beautiful human alert. So I'll say what it is and I'll close out the beautiful human alert and then I'll give you my own commentary on it. Okay. A woman named Debbie Neal Strickland got married to a guy named Jim. Two days later. Are you about to be a Debbie Downer about a person literally named Debbie? <laughs> yeah. Are you about to be yeah. a Debbie Debbie Downer? I'm about to be a Debbie Downer about Debbie. Um, so she gets married to her longtime love. Right. And he had been divorced for two decades. Yeah, He had kids with his ex-wife. They get along great. Two days after they get married, she donates one of her kidneys to his ex-wife. Oh, which is super sweet. 
and super awesome. And Debbie Neal Strickland, you are a beautiful human because I think organ donation is one of the most selfless, selfless things that you could ever do for another human being. And that it here's before, that concludes the beautiful human alert. Now before, let's talk hold about on, before you crap on Debbie, know this, that when you donate an organ, the surgery is much more taxing on the donor. Right. On Debbie than it is on the on the recipient than it would be on because I would assume if you're the recipient your body is like craving it like needs yes. it and if you're the donor and your body's got like two good kidneys Correct. your body is like hey what the hey why where what? did that go where did that go this is not right yesterday there was something there to clean this blood and now it's gone. So, yeah. So, all right. Now tell us why Debbie's a bad person. No, I'm not saying anything about Debbie. I think she's incredible. And I think that's an incredibly selfless act. And it's amazing. Here are the questions that I have. So it said in the article about her, like that she, when her husband's ex-wife needed, you know, was looking for matches or whatever, that she volunteered to see if she was a match. Okay. Now, what if she went into that being like, I know I'm not going to be a match, but I'm going to do this to be nice because, oh. <laughs> because like, I love my fiance. I love his kids. She's fine. The ex-wife. And then of course, like it comes up and it's like, oh yeah, you're a match. And then she's looking around like, well, Did now I, I no, have to I go didn't. through with it. I'm probably not. A, you should check again. <laughs> I don't think I'm you a match. You must have gotten that mixed up with someone else. And- yeah. So that was like my first thought. And my second thought was like, maybe it's different when you have kids. I think it's great that they have a beautiful relationship. I think, you know, whatever. But, um, you know, I just am thinking about the fact that you've been married before. And I cannot say that I would be selfless enough to donate a, a kidney to your ex-wife. I don't know. I <laughs> And that has been this week's Beautiful Human Alert. <laughs> All right. Here. I really do. I mean, I, I think it's amazing, but the this me in my head, I was like, the oh my fact, gosh, that's so amazing. I can't even imagine in what kind of world that I would be so selfless, honestly. I think it's I think a lot of times it's very different when couples get divorced and there's children involved. And they manage to to stay cordial and friendly. Like every divorce is different. Yeah. So yeah, this sure. could have been two very mature adults just deciding that they make much better friends. Oh, totally. Or they, they got married really young yeah. and they're, you know, whatever. Yeah. I mean, and and the story was very beautiful. And it sounds like they have a wonderful relationship and now they feel like they're literally family, like yeah. connected by blood. So yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. Uh, number one, 73% of Americans admit to doing something. Okay. It goes up by 20%. It goes up to 93% of people. If you are between the ages of 18 and 29. Okay. Mm -hmm. Any idea what it is? No. Using their cell phone while they're on the toilet. Ew. That to me is the nastiest thing. And I know you do that sometimes, like not meaning to. And it just really grosses me out. Like next level disgusting. Have you ever been on the phone with somebody and had to pee? And so you take the phone with you and then you do the the extended arm flush and run? 
<laughs> no, but I have. Okay. I will admit to this. I was on, we had a day of like back-to-back conference calls, right? And I was on a conference call and I had to pee so bad. This is like probably like three weeks ago, like maybe a month ago that I muted myself yep. to go pee and come back. But, and I wanted to take my phone to listen to what they were saying, but I was so paranoid oh, yeah. that maybe mute wasn't working or right. something. And I was like, I would rather miss two minutes of this conversation than anybody hear me that we're going to do business with, like go to the bathroom or flush the toilet or whatever. So, or like yeah. in the middle, like zoom would have some weird glitch in the, yes. in the middle of you going and like mid tinkle, boom, there it is. Anyway, I, it's just, it's, it's just nasty to take your phone into such a germy place. And it's double nasty. If you're not walking out of the bathroom and immediately Clorox wiping your phone and focus on the task at hand. And I will tell my story again, that I think there is someone at my office. I don't think I know that really grosses me out. I have no idea who it is, but she constantly is in our bathroom, sitting on the toilet with having a full-blown conversation on speakerphone. And you don't make toot sound effects while you're standing in there, so the person <laughs> on the other end hears it? No, I can't even pee in there because I don't need whoever's on the other line to hear me go to the bathroom. That's so weird. Uh, random thing number two, if you are a woman who is always fighting with your man about the temperature in the house, here's the science you need in order to win that argument. Uh, women tend to have a higher percentage of body fat and conserve more heat around their core than men do. So that keeps their vital organs nice and toasty, but their extremities are colder than men's. So it is a scientific fact that, that backs me up that women feel colder than men. Research also suggests that women have a lower threshold for cold than men, which means they feel colder sooner or uncomfortable sooner when it gets cold. And my third random thing, uh, this is actually two things that I combined into one, both related to music. Number one, if you have surgery, uh, the night before your surgery, start listening to music. Uh, listening to music before surgery has been shown to ease anxiety and limit the need for sedatives and pain pills and listening after surgery helps uh your mind accept the pain meaning you need less pain pills so that's, that's mu awesome music thing number one music thing number two is that music makes you more creative people come up with better solutions and more creative solutions when they're listening to music while brainstorming than when they sit in silence um international researchers did experiments in the netherlands and australia to prove this uh but don't play the music too loudly that it becomes a distraction. Just have it on in the background. Those are my three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. We would love to stay in touch with you by text. Text the word UPSIDE to 800-434-5454 and then save it in your phone as Callie and Jeff. I'm very confused by the recording board today because Jeff, when he has sound effects and or audio to play on the show, he uses these like buttons. They're square, like one inch by one inch buttons. And they're all different colors, like very rainbowish. And usually there's like two on there and it's for like our show open and whatever. 
all of them are lit up. What is on there? Because there's different pages. So this is all of the sound effects that I switched to. So like this page just has Ellie's laugh. Um, and then also some of the phone calls like yesterday. Why do you have so many for this show? I don't. The only one that I have for this show is the call that we took right at the very beginning about the weaponized hamster shirt. So what's the two yellow and the orange? Up here? Yeah. The calls that we took yesterday. I just didn't erase them. Oh, okay. They that just... was like throwing me off. I was like trying not to look at it during the whole show. Yeah. And this, then- uh, This is what we call a Friday show. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, hey, go back. And if you haven't yet, um, we did episode 579 this week. I know we mentioned it yesterday, but I just want to make sure that everybody gets to hear it because it's us talking about the 12 consecutive months at number one. And if you're sick of hearing us talk about it, uh, so are we, but we really feel you have made us feel very special with your voting. So we well, and it's not just about that. It's about like kind of the plan, the vision, yeah. what we're going to do in the next year, asking your opinions on some content ideas um things of that nature but go listen to episode 579 if you haven't already we would really appreciate it hey this is tara and today i am grateful for days off from work i wanted to share this i shared it previously several times but i think it bears repeating i was at a doctor's appointment with my upside weaponized hamster t-shirt on and somebody asked me as frequently happens what that means and i explained the whole upside podcast the community all those things and just wanted to remind people that even if all you are doing is wearing your t-shirt in public it is absolutely making a difference in your community and you know, communities everywhere. So keep wearing the shirts, keep answering the questions and keep growing the community. And just remember that you can be the one who changes somebody's life just by wearing a t-shirt. Okay, love you, bye. If you're thinking about getting started with therapy but you don't know how to begin, how to find a therapist, where to even start looking, let me give you one option. It's called BetterHelp. BetterHelp is online counseling that is identical to in-person face-to-face meetings with a therapist, except they take some of the most difficult steps and just get rid of them. Number one, you go to betterhelp.com slash upside. You fill out a form and answer a few questions and they're gonna match you up with a therapist that they think is gonna be perfect for you. So there's gonna be no reading of reviews online, asking friends awkwardly for recommendations, wondering if the counselor that you found is right for you. You're gonna be matched with someone. and these counselors are trained in anything that you want to talk to them about anger issues anxiety issues sleeping issues trauma issues grief issues all of it they're trained to handle that and then number two one of the most difficult things for me when i started therapy was the awkward waiting room sitch where you had to sit in the waiting room awkwardly and wait for the therapist to come out and say your name and you walk back and start your session none of that with better help 
want you to start living a happier life today because you're an upside listener. You're going to get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash upside. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. That's betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. I loved the bonus episode. I have all the feels. This community is awesome. Kelly and Jeff, you guys are awesome. Everyone's just awesome, and I love this podcast. Yay, number one for a whole year. And I'm so excited for Double the Upset. Jeff, guacamole and tortilla are Spanish words, so your guy may get credit for not translating the words into English and just using the same words in English, but he definitely did not create those words. Bye. Hey guys, this is Mindy. I am the one that called about the the episode of ER with the ladders that dis, that decapitated the person in the car behind them. And because y'all were laughing that I laughed at the end of my story, the story actually had a happy ending because the doctors on ER were able to save the person from the decapitation. It was only a partial injury. And because they were so heroic, it's so amazing on ER, they were able to save the person in the car. But still, I will not be driving behind any trucks with ladders on them. So I just wanted to follow up with that. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Cornell. I just finished listening to episode 576 about the boy bladders. And let me tell you, I had an experience last night. So I went on a date with this girl to the Braves game. Uh, we leave town around 3.30, and during that time, I didn't have to use the bathroom, not at all during the game, not at all after the game. Uh, we even got food, and we talked for a while, and then I got home around 3, and that that's almost, that's 12 hours worth of me not using the bathroom. And I didn't feel like I didn't have to use the bathroom until the moment I put my key into the lock. I guess, like, my body connected to the Wi-Fi. Yep, you got to go to the bathroom right now. I had to run to the bathroom. I could barely get my pants off. It was it was crazy. But, yeah, that's my story. Thank you guys so much for all you do. I love you. Hey, guys, it's Jen. I was just listening to today's intro about dirty seafood joints in local beach towns, and it reminded me of my cousin. He owned a seafood restaurant in Jersey for years and years. I mean, I'm talking maybe like 30 to 40 years. And he always said to never trust the freshness of a seafood restaurant that smells even remotely like seafood when you walk in, you know, like that fishy, shrimpy type smell. If it remotely smells like that when you walk in, just turn around and walk out because they are not serving the best quality stuff. So whenever you walked into his restaurant, you wouldn't know what kind of food they were serving if it was seafood or, you know, burgers or whatever, because it never had that fishy smell. So anyways, um, just wanted to share that um, with the group. Um, thanks. Love you guys. It is our failure to become our perceived ideal that ultimately defines us and makes us unique. It's not easy, but if you accept your misfortune and handle it right, your perceived failure can become a catalyst for profound reinvention.